it if I said it. I meant it. Bite my tongue for no one. Call me evil or unbelievable. If I said it, then I meant it. What I said, I what I said, I meant it. If I said it, I meant it. There's no way around it. If I said it, I meant it. I won't apologize, man. If I said it, I meant it. 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 Cause you know, you know how women have those like. I'll be honest, I didn't hit record. I don't think. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is it recording now? It is now. Ah, whatever. So, uh, you guys um, missed nothing, to be honest. So yeah, except, except for Kevin saying birthday. happy birthday. Happy you, birthday. So one of the things she did say was, if you're not gonna like, she goes, "Are you gonna do the podcast tomorrow?" I said, "Well, yeah." If you're going to dinner. If you're going to dinner, and then if it's not going to be, like, a couple's thing, if it's going to be girls and just me, like, yeah, I'm going to do the podcast. She said, if you don't do the podcast, I want you to go to dinner. I said, well, that doesn't. (laughs) I don't know, dude. I feel like you're usually good at reading these lines. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm here. I don't want to go to dinner. (laughs) So we. Wait, where did they go? I have no idea. Oh, oh, so that didn't even dictate your uh, decision. And we've talked before about when I end up at dinner with her family. I end up paying. So I'm not going to pay for one extra person if I don't need to be there. Last couple of times we've gone out to eat with certain members of her family. They like to go to like Marisco's. Stuff that you're not into. Or like Asian seafood places. And I'm like. I'm at home. I'm good. I'm, I'm don't. You, I, I have a thing. I don't need to be around Asians. Um, I don't do seafood. So it's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. So RJ and I gave her gifts in the morning. Um, and then I went with her sister-in-law to take a cake to her at work. Oh, shit. My, my phone's not even on silent. And, uh, yeah. I mean, that's it. That's it? That's it. That's all I did. I mean, I feel, or at least I hope, she was honest about that. Um, I don't know how she is about birthdays, though. Uh, like for instance, like Raquel's not a big fan of her birthday, mostly because it's like around Christmas. Um, so well, you know, and it, you know, she's hitting close to fifty now. So wow, um, shots fired. Just kidding. Are you older than her, or is she older than you? I think I'm older than her. Yeah, uh, same year. She's December. I'm May. Okay. So she's not a fan of her birthday, but then again, you know, we had something for her in. You know, at, uh, we had like a brunch or whatever, and we've done two very big things for her. Well, no, brunch isn't very. And I love big. how you say we. You were there. Yeah. I. Well, did. that's why I said brunch isn't a big thing. <laughs> big Bear, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> big Bear was a big thing. You know, I try to make her birthday as special as possible. It is hard, though, even for me. Being the significant other because December is a difficult month. It is. You know, you have to buy everybody that you that you know and love at least something. You know, and 
obviously you got to get your kids something and then it's like then you have this expense of a birthday right whatever it is and although you know i told everybody what the cost was i'm not going to go into detail i'm not asking for anything so i'm before you but i still like had to pay money out of my pocket like more than i expected oh shit you know what i mean I never paid you for the whiskey. I gotta send that. Oh, that's fine. I'm not, that's, I'm not worried about that. I know that's what. It, but but I know but, I, it cost us like seventy-ish dollars for brunch. So I can only imagine if a couple people skip out, it adds up pretty quick. But on the flip side, some people bought her drinks, bought her shots. So it's like I'm not gonna only really complain about that. I never, I never, I only brought it up now because we're talking about like. How close. How close it is to Christmas. And just, you know, like that's an extra expense that most people don't have to endure during Christmas because they just, they're focusing just on Christmas. Right. And so I tried, and for her, like, she just. It's not it, that big of a thing. It's not that big of a thing. Place. Christmas is like right around the corner. So I'm sure she was one of those kids that got one gift yeah. and it was like, oh, this is your birthday and your Christmas gift. So remember. I think what she's like 10 days before I have a little bit more leeway because I'm 23 days out from Christmas, but I'm still pretty close to that whole Christmas. Like when I buy gifts, I have to think, what am I going to get her for her Christmas, her birthday? And I have to kind of think Valentine's day too. Okay, I do. I I, I know. I don't. I'm, I fuck up. Sorry. I have to not change the subject, but uh, with the NFL going to 18 weeks, uh huh. I believe in two years, maybe three, if the Super Bowl stays on the track of being the second week of February or February, it's going to be Valentine's Day. It's going to fall on Valentine's Day. What are they going to do? Because I'm sorry, that is a huge day for football and men, and it's going to ruin whatever yeah. business is going on for Valentine's Day, because guys are not going to take their women out on Valentine's Day. I'm sorry. Well, it, you know. At, We're selfish beings, too. <laughs> at, the, at the guy level, I completely agree. I would add on the fact that the Super Bowl is a very corporate game. So all of these guys who are in the suites or up front taking clients, they're going to have to decide too. And these are $5,000 seats. Shit, maybe more. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what a Super Bowl ticket costs, but. Uh, $5,000 for the nosebleeds. Oh, I'm, yeah. I don't know what the average would be. Probably 25 maybe. Yeah, I don't probably. know. Just but either whatever way, it is, whatever uh, it is, you get the you point. What well, you get the point though is, what are they? Gonna, what are they going to do? Are they just going to fucking play it? Are they going to be like, fuck it, we're bigger than Valentine's Day, which is probably true because more people celebrate Super Bowl than they do most things. But it's going to ruin things like if you want to have a Super Bowl party, it's like now uh, I don't know, Kevin can't come because. You know, right. It's like, it's Valentine's Day, you're not going to take me out, and then, you know, you have a Valentine's Day lunch, <laughs> or more people are going to go outside. Maybe they move the game to a Saturday. They should have it on a Saturday anyway, to be honest, but that's another story. Uh, Valentine's Day 
let's see, 2024. That'll be a Wednesday. Let's see, 2025, Friday. 2026, Saturday. So obviously it's the 27. 2027. So they have four years to think about it. To figure that shit out. I'm curious. Uh, they just signed the new CBA, huh? That I don't know. Because they might get rid of a preseason game. Which will solve the problem. Okay. But they're, the CBAs are like 10-year contracts, so I don't know when the last time they signed one was. It's, it feels like it wasn't that long ago. But it'll be that'll be interesting. I have a feeling they'll get rid of a preseason game, and that might be the year they do it. Get rid of a preseason game, move everything back up. Unless unless they take it away from having two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl. Cause and they, just remember, make it one because the Pro they, Bowl is until after the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, well, is it? I thought I it was. Think it's, I think it's the week before now. Oh, uh, okay. But either way, because um, it used to be there was only one week in between the championship games and Super Bowl. No, there was always two weeks. Not always. There were times where there wasn't. I promise you. I remember when the Super Bowl used to be the last Sunday in January. Yeah, it always, it always used to fall on my mom's birthday or my brother's birthday. Oh, re- oh okay. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then I remember when... Do you remember what changed it? Uh, 9-11. Yes. And then that was around the time that Tyrone's daughter was born, Kiana. Yeah. Because she was born, I think, February 4th. And that was like the first year that the Super Bowl, Super Bowl was, was on the first first week or first Sunday of February. I think the, the NFL is smart enough to not try and compete I mean that's a big business Valentine's Day. I mean, you know the other thing that would that sucks also is for the restaurants. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a big business. If if you have the Super Bowl on the Valentine's Day, you cut that profit in half. Instead of two days that they're packed, it's just one day. I think they're gonna take that into consideration. I think so too, but. I, those are the things that my mind goes to when when a, a, a change like this happens. You know what I mean? And I don't think they thought it out when they moved the Super Bowl back to the second Sunday in February. I don't think people went, you know, at some point it's going to run into. I, I just or maybe they. I, I mean, I, I have to think they did. I have to think somebody brought that up and they were like, "Look, we have eight years to figure it out." Yeah, that, you know, that, like. Look at the calendar. Valentine's Day and, and Super Bowl Sunday right now fall in 2027. We have, you know, plenty of time. Because it was two years ago that they started. I don't remember how this long. Is, I think this I, is the, the second, second year, year of Week yeah. 18. So that would have put them at 2021 when they made the decision. So they're like, we got half a dozen years. It's It's... Anyway, I, I, that's my mind goes there um, when things like this happen because it's like, like anything in life, what are the ramifications to a change like this, right? And I, I have been recently, 
I don't know, over the last year or so, very adamant about looking at the secondary ramifications. So what are the ramifications of moving the Super Bowl or adding an 18th week? Well, then the players play an extra week. True, but it also bumps everyone back. It puts the Super Bowl on the second Sunday. That runs into Valentine's Day. That also cuts down rehab time from the next start. Like just You know what I thought of? Was when the when players sign their contracts, their contracts are based off a sixteen week season. Oh yeah, no that does that seventeenth week. I I believe they got but they didn't get a full amount. They got like a, a, a certain percentage. Yes, because that was the thing. That's why they don't want to – players want to get rid of a preseason game because they really don't get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Owners want to keep the preseason because it's profits because people come out to the games to see it. So that's why the fix would be – one less preseason game, but the owners lose profit. They're not going to lose profit without paying the players less. The players won't take less money. So that's been the argument. So (laughs) that was just something I thought of. Uh, I don't know where you're going with this for the vet's birthday, but. Uh, Just that it's close to Christmas and close to Valentine's Day. That's, like where, that's how we middle. got here. That's stuck in the middle. Huh? That's that's how we got here. Yeah. I, I have to plan three gifts kind of at one time just to keep track of, all right, if I get this. Is she big, is she big on Valentine's Day? Not super big, but I'm definitely going to have to get a card <laughs> this year. I don't do cards. Why? Rich, I had a custom stamp made with my signature on it. So when we sent out when we send out birthday cards and stuff, I stamp my card with it has boxes. Happy birthday, congratulations, Merry Christmas, and other. I stamp it. That's all I have to do. I it was cool getting to know you this year. Keep in touch. For her though, does it say K I T though? For her, she has made it very clear. That you need to get a go out to the 99 cent store and get her a that card? I don't do cards. Uh, I know. I know you don't do cards. You never do cards. And she always does a card, and she writes big, long notes through it. And that nobody reads. And I read it, and it goes in a very, you know, it's a very special box, and I have all of them. I think I have one in my backpack right now from Raquel. But it's like, what? I don't know. It, it's definitely, I think part of it is a, is the gender gap. I think girls like a card that has words written and guys are like, what? It's, Show me your titties. Yeah. I don't, I don't give a shit about, <laughs> I don't care about cards. If I have to write a card that says happy birthday, happy Valentine's Day, happy flag day, I love you. And you go, oh, shit, you do love me. Like, I'm probably not doing my job right. So when I get Raquel a card, I usually just write, like, love Richard. No, no. I mean, I'll, I won't. I, she'll put a lot more into her. There's a lot more ink. Uh, yeah, in, a in lot it. more into yes. her paragraph than mine. Plus, I don't like my writing. It's just 
It's just all bad, right? Hence the stamp. It's all bad. Hence the stamp. Um, but I can't just fucking stamp other and then love Richard. Well, I think you have set your bar and your expectations too high. Maybe. Um, at work, I have one. At home, I have one. And when I'm not at work and the birthday cards get passed around, people go, we just used your stamp for you. And I go, cool. It's exactly what I wanted. Um, yeah, Raquel's not really big on Valentine's Day, but she does want like, you know, she I, actually she's never really said she expects anything, but I try to get her, you know, a few things. I mean, not nothing like. Super, we'll go to dinner though, like, but not oh, on you, Valentine's okay, Day. No, no, say, not on Valentine's Day. Do you do the Valentine's Day night? Dinner? No, we'll do it like like a few days before. Oh, excuse me. It's a long day today. Um, yeah, like a few days before. Um, when it's not as packed, it, it just because you go to dinner with somebody on Valentine's Day doesn't mean you love them any more any less. There's plenty of people that go to dinner together on Valentine's Day that aren't have no fucking interest in each other whatsoever. It's like, very cliche. Yeah, you know. So that's how I feel I, about cards. I don't think that. <laughs> That dictates your relationship with anybody. It's just more of like, I mean, let's be honest. You don't want to be that boyfriend that did nothing though, because they're not. They're never gonna tell their friends about like, or coworkers like, oh, you know, he just got me a card, and like, but they will tell them if you did something really extraordinary or nothing at all. And I think that's where I know. Um, maybe my efforts aren't appreciated as much or the cliche of Valentine's Day, cards, whatever it might be. I think, and I've told her this, I think some of the extracurricular attempts don't go as appreciated as I would want them to. So, like, I make it very clear, and I've told people, guys, specifically on this podcast, like, put it in your calendar, unless her birthday's in June, or pick a month, August, put it on your phone calendar to just randomly send flowers. Don't fucking wait till you screwed up. Just send a random set of flowers. Hey, and for, for every... Uh, Go ahead. Costco has some really good deals on flowers, dude. Well, I like to have them sent. They so, deliver them. Oh, they do. They deliver them. Oh. You can buy them online, and they actually sell some really good ones during Valentine's Day. Like, well, my my point is to get away from getting flowers at Valentine's. I, I'm just, but what I'm getting at though is like, use Costco. Costco's awesome. They really are. Well, and and the point is that I think at work she gets flowers randomly. Her birthday is not in June, but let's say they come in June. Oh, first thing is people are going to go, what did he do? Nothing. Well, why did you get flowers? The card says, just because I love you. Oh, like, I've always felt that means more than, I'm really sorry I forgot our anniversary. I'm really sorry I hit on your mom. Anniversary? I'm sorry I kissed your mom. Like, (laughs) so... I will do that sort of thing. Kiss um, your mom? Yeah. 
I will do like the surprise hotel overnights. Um, you guys get a hotel a lot, like like just one like... specific hotel. Yes, <laughs> is the one you guys lost your virginities to each other? No, it's offer a conversation, huh? It's a, it's the double tree. It's I'll, yeah, it, it works right. really well. It's got a big bathtub. Oh. Okay. And it's really the only nice place I've found that has a big two person bathtub. You guys just fucking relax and enjoy each other's time. And, and yeah. it has a Baja Fresh across the street. So, so uh, last time I did Someone's this. Someone's going to look this up, figure it out. How many Baja Fresh? It's not that hard. Like, <laughs> double that's tree near said. a Baja Fresh. Yeah, that's, that's what she said. That's how it ended. Um, so, like last time, when I ran into Rick at. Bevmo. Bevmo? Yeah. Yeah. I was there getting like all the little shots to make different, like the like a pineapple upside down shot, Scooby snack, um, sunset shot, you know. I go to her work. First, Thursday night, I took the fuse out of her car and I found the starter fuse. I took that out. So when she got up, her car didn't start. I was like, ah, fuck it. Leave your keys. I'm off. I took the day off. I'm off. I'll drive you to work. That's when you called me. We talked while we were. You talked to me. Oh, pissed her off. (laughs) Pissed her off. Because in her mind, she's like, my car's not starting. Ah, my car's broken. What the fuck? Like, it's. I got to buy a new one. I'm not ready for it. And then it, it was raining. We're talking. I'm driving slow, just talking with you the whole time. She was like, just all this stress building up. So I went to her work. I picked her up after after work, and I was like, here, I fixed your car. Someone removed the fuse. I just put the fuse back. And then she looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? I go, someone did. I don't know who. Here's a shot. Okay. And then I packed a bag for her. I packed. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I packed a bag for her, and then I was like, all right. So I'm driving her home, and instead of going south on the 605, I went north. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, here's your second shot. The Baja Fresh. Oh, I love – I know it's white person Mexican food, but it's so good. I love it. I got, I got it for dinner, and then I bought some for breakfast, took it home the next day. I love it. That's so cool. Was she all excited when she saw the the sign? She knew where you, where you guys were going? The minute I started going north and she saw the suitcase, she was like, I know where the fuck we're going. So it's like, hold on. No, I don't do fucking cards. But I did a lot of research into like how to kind of be a little fake. I even had the whipped cream, which comes in handy for shots. And other stuff. And dessert. <laughs> So it's like, no, I don't fucking do cards, but I've been working on you, this you, shit you for do other a week. Things. So I do podcasts on birthdays. I mean, as long as she's cool with it, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Me. I mean, we'll if, find there's out. A, if there's also something about me, I've made it very clear. Just fucking be honest. Like, hey, I want you to go to dinner. <sighs> All right. No, I don't. Like, and I'll ask a couple times. But, yeah, I just, 
I don't know. I went to her work. We dropped off a cake, met all of her coworkers, who I've most of them I've met, but the company's expanded a bit. When you walked in, they think you were one of their cousins. No. Different different type of Asian. Different type of Asian, and they could recognize. And there's a lot of Mexicans that work there too. That look Asian. Kind of. Some of them do. But yeah, so it was like, all right, hi, you know. Did that thing and you didn't go hi hi. No, her bosses, the owners are Chinese, so we don't, we wouldn't do that. Chinese, Ch- Chinese, Japanese don't. Don't go along. Chinese are really mad at us for some reason. I don't know something about thousands of years of oppression. So yeah, and then you know it's like fuck, I got to work too, so I'm taking time out of work to go to your work, but. That's work. What city does she live? Or is she working? City of Industry. Oh, so it's not too far from. Not too far. Not super close. Still got to go over the hill. Well, as long as she's not upset, and if she is upset, it makes for good radio or podcasting. I'll let you know. Until next week. Yeah. Um. Dude, the weather's been pretty crazy lately. With like the rain, like Southern California's, I so the way I go home, um, I mean it varies, but this one particular time I went home down Washington and that riverbed, full. Yeah. Full. Yes. Yeah. Sadly, I assume they probably found one or two people dead bodies in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, someone gets caught up in in. It doesn't take much. It's surprising how little water. It fills takes that up, to, yeah. yeah, to sweep someone away where you can't get out. Fuck it. You know, having surfed, been in the ocean a lot of my life, it don't underestimate the power of water. It's fucking insane. You're right. And so when we used to go to the regatta back in the day. Yeah. Um, in this particular group, it was like me, Rick, Yvette. Who else was there? Michelle. My cousin. There was, I, I don't know, you know, probably like eight people or whatever, right? On our, and on our raft, we're, we're going and we're, this is the Colorado River, right? Yes. Okay. Actually, that was more of a question, right? Like, yeah. That's correct. <laughs> so we're, we're going down the, the, the river and when you're on the raft, you feel like you're not moving. Right. Right? And they tell you, do not jump in the water without a life jacket. Okay? Well, Yvette, and for those of you who don't know, she might be 4 feet 11, but she's, I don't want to say a world-class swimmer, but, like, she's an upper upper echelon swimmer. She played water polo. She was, like, on the swim team. Like, she she was a fucking lifeguard. You know what I mean? She's a swimmer. She that yeah. yeah. She there got are, you and I can swim. She can really swim. She's a swimmer. Yeah. Like and we've been drinking and she had a piece, so she wanted to jump in the water, right? Yes. Always and we, sanitary. We told her, put your life jacket on. No, no, we're like, dude, put your fucking life jacket on. Yeah. So she puts it on kind of like half assed and then jumps in front of the raft when she probably should have jumped in the back of it anyway. So when she jumped in the front of it, 
she jumped far enough to where when she came up, the raft hit her. Now, granted, the raft's full of air, yeah, so it yes. didn't hurt, but it pushed her back down. And then we felt us kind of go up because she like came up on the raft. Yeah, she was like, "Fuck!" I was so drunk that had I not had my life jacket on, I don't know, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, in agreement with what you're saying about water, is that shit's fucking scary. And during the regatta, I mean, people like I want to say there's been a death at least every year or some sort. Like, but you sign a waiver and all that stuff, so maybe they can't really do anything about it. But Oh, I'm sure some. I mean, and they haven't done it because of, they say because of the trash we fucking. Oh, I'm sure. Fuck up the uh, the water and shit. But okay, don't give me the trash when at the end of the fucking Colorado River there is a river of trash coming north from the migrants that come over and they literally just dump trash. It's. I mean, maybe that's just their excuse. They just wanted to make more money off it. But anyway, I mean. That was fun times. That 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 lazy river thing was really fun. But you're right. That water, that water was really fucking fast. Yeah. And you're not gonna stop it. It's gonna keep going. Like you you can catching up with somebody who's moving at river speed is tough. We had another year. We had four big rafts that fit like ten plus people. And they were like, uh, they like faced each other, like a plus sign almost. And then we had like a lily pad in the middle. And then connected to my raft, I had bought a, like an inflatable bull. Like, you know, like similar to like a. Oh, I remember that. Like a, yeah. Like a bull rider or whatever. Yeah. And I was single at the time. So I, you know, hey, come yeah. ride the bull. Take some jello shots. Like da, da, da. It was a conversation starter. Yeah, and it started a lot of conversations. Yep. But this one in particular person, she came. There was like three or four girls that came on our, our raft. They rode the the bull, and then when they fall off, they fall into the water, right? Yep. Well, the last girl to get on the bull fell off, and then kind of. Caught up to our raft because ours was moving slower because we had so many rafts. Yes. The 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 the, the so ones that were single rafts that were moving a lot faster. Well, the raft that the lady was on was a single raft. She had no idea where her fucking people went, Left so her. she fucking hung out with us the rest of the the way. She kind of had to. Yeah, she had nowhere else to go. Um, one of my favorite memories about the regatta was Rick was supposed to go. To the Bahamas or somewhere, somewhere for his anniversary or, uh, maybe his, yeah, I think his anniversary. They're in June 1st, right? No. It was July. It was, we were in August is when, when the regatta is. Is there August 1st? I can't remember. <clears throat> no, I, I think it's in May. I think it's in May. Their anniversary? N- okay. So maybe it was an anniversary. It was their honeymoon, but they never went oh, on it. Okay. Anyway, so there apparently it was like really bad storms. And Michelle was like, I don't want to go. I'm, I'm nervous. Like, I'm scared. Like, I, you know, whatever. Well, I was already in Laughlin. So I get a call, like, at midnight. And Rick's like, yo. How do we get into the No, room? no. He was like, hey, are you still going to Laughlin? I'm like, yeah, dude. We're here. We're drinking. Where are you at? I thought you were going to fucking the Bahamas or whatever. Yeah. He's like, bro, Michelle didn't feel comfortable. Like, there was a bunch of thunderstorms. We're on our way if that's cool with you. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude, come down. 
He didn't even need to stay with you, right? Because he's got his own. He stayed with us, though. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Um, so then he gets there at like 3 in the morning or whatever it is. And then, you know, you have to be at the regatta pretty early. So we get it, whatever. Well, you know, Rick and I tied one on. We were fucking getting drunk. I don't believe it. Yeah. So Rick was Rick was going from like raft to raft, basically like taking shots of people. And Michelle was like, Rick, get over here. Get back on the raft. <laughs> So what she eventually did was she tied a rope around him or to his to his life God. jacket. So Rick would jump in the water, go to another raft, take a shot with like a group of people, and then she would just be there <laughs> roping him back in slowly. And it was just fucking hilarious, dude. Like Rick gets separated from people in the water. Often. Yeah, yeah often. Yeah, I guess that the water doesn't really do it justice, but <sighs> I've been with Rick on the water several times, and it would have helped if we had a rope. We could, I would have just tugboated him back in instead of trying to lift him into a pontoon boat. What did I tell you? We're getting pretty good at this. We're getting pretty good at this. That was the funniest fucking line <laughs> all weekend. Hey, we're getting pretty good at this. Well, the best part is when we were trying to lift him up on the pontoon. So for those of you that don't, don't know, a pontoon boat has two pontoons yeah. that – Make it uh, the boat sit like high on the water, so two floating hot dogs, basically with a platform on top. So picture us trying to lift a 260 pound man onto the boat because there's not a a ladder. ladder. It's not it's not like a speed boat where there's a ladder to let you. To, I've been meaning to make him one. Just a rope ladder would help. Something would help. Yeah, and. We had to try to lift him in. He wasn't really helping either. To he be was being a dick. He was trying not. He was dead weight. But the best part though was basically what was stopping him from getting into the boat was his stomach. And <laughs> there was a moment where it kind of just <laughs> his it, stomach it, popped out from under the platform, landed on top of the platform, and he was yeah much lighter. Much lighter, and then he was just laying on the fucking deck of the boat. Like, Yeah, that was pretty fucking hilarious. The, the, I think the third time we lifted him in, you, we got him in pretty quick. That's when you looked at me and went, we're getting pretty good at this. <laughs> I have – you know how you, you, you something – you start laughing, and you laugh so hard, like you lose strength. Like – that yeah, when you said leave. that, I was like, "Fuck, we need to just get him on because I'm laughing so hard. I don't know that I could lift him again." again. I was just, oh my god, it was such perfect timing. Well, always, I'll always remember that. <laughs> on your deathbed, you were like, "Hey, Rich, Rich, we're getting pretty good at this. Getting pretty good at this." <laughs> you. uh you mentioned to me that you were doing inventory at work. Yeah. Last year, inventory was in... We have it twice a year. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. And they're both in the first half of the year? Uh, January and like... Oh, maybe uh, it was June. June. Yeah, I think maybe we did. Yeah, January and June. Okay. All right. We do it twice a year. Uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with us being publicly traded, but... How... How is it going, and what do you think will happen? Like, do you know when the June inventory will take place? Well, no, but I'll tell you this much. 
in January and June, you're not allowed to take it days off until you find out when the inventory is. That makes sense. Um, but as far as how is, how is it going, um, I don't know if you're trying to lead me into like, okay. Yeah, okay. So it's going good, but the truth is I'm not going to be there after the inventory. I'm only staying there for the inventory. Really? So I <laughs> – you're so good at this. I'm not good at like <laughs> faking the funk. Um, or getting to the point where yeah, – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure where you were going with this. I also said work about 17 times when I was like, I went to her work. And then I have work. Oh, were you trying to – I was like, la-di-da-di-da. <laughs> Um, so for those of you that are listening, which is nobody, um, and I don't give a shit about, uh, inventory work. Um, I actually put my two week notice in at at the end of the year. Um, but it was a shock to them. And to be honest, like it wasn't really an easy decision, but I'm betting on myself. Um, that's a big bet. Rose. Here at Americana, uh, for those of you that know, I, I invested in the collab and I was part owner of that. And unfortunately, um, I mean, we're not, our business isn't technically shut down. It's just the building is shut down. Right. Um, so at some point we're going to prop, we're not probably, we're going to reopen that up, but, the um, collab is on hiatus. Yeah. We got our building got bought out, you know, or our lease, I should say. Fucking Asians. I know, but it looks really nice in there. It, have you been there? Nope. Oh. Anyway, so Rose asked me to come on board full time, and I just, for anybody out there working, uh, when I say a W-2 job, you know, like you work for an employer, uh, you get paid a salary or or hourly wage, Um, there's comfort in that, you know, and uh, I understand why someone maybe wouldn't necessarily take that risk because it's the unknown. But looking at Rose's business, and I should, I guess I should say our business now, I felt confident that at minimum I can make enough money to where I can still live a decent lifestyle, but with, with the freedom of, of still grinding it out and doing what I need to do to make my money. But like, like something you said earlier today when you're, before we came on camera, which was, you know, like your son had practice or whatever, and you couldn't really go because you had to work like things like that. Like I may not necessarily need to worry about anymore going forward. Right. You know, cause not that I can just be like, fuck work. I'm off. But like, Hey, if I need to leave for three hours and then I just got to come back and work at night, like it's fine. Like there's not like, I need to be there at a specific time and, and leave at a specific time. So anyway, she asked me to come on board and I made a decision to come on board and um, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm actually really excited. Uh, we had a meeting today with a bunch of other tax repairers. They were talking a whole different language. I mean, these people have been doing it for years and they've had their own experiences and uh, you know, those, there's so much that I, I thought tax returns were very easy and like straightforward, but they kind of have been for you. Yeah, for me, but like there are a lot of people out there that have I mean, there's different, foreign different assets, different and... scenarios, just different scenarios. Uh, Rose was telling a story about 
um, an individual that bought some crypto and crypto is like a new thing. So like that's new to everybody. So they, they're yeah. trying to figure out how to go about tax, it, how to tax it. But the dude made like $250,000 off crypto one year, which was a taxable event and then bought other crypto and then crypto awesome. tanked, but he still owes like $40,000 because he made 250. Uh, but you, yeah, you have to find a way to depreciate the assets. But yeah, the thing but is that 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 loss was done in the next year, so it's two different scenarios. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like everybody has like their own situation, and I my role is not going to be to be the tax professional, like the 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 Someday. one. Yeah, but that's not going to be my role today. Right. My role is going to be more like sales and like basically dealing with all the shit that roles don't want to deal with. And I'm okay with that as long as, you know. By the way, can I get your guys' shit started? Yes. No one has returned. You want to know why? Because Rose doesn't return stuff? Because I'm going to fuck. She's going to have me do it. I have a list of things that. You know what? I've been asking her to get me cards. Business cards. Yes. Yeah. You know when it's going to happen? When you order business cards. On Tuesday when I start, I'm going to have to order myself business cards. Okay. So yes, it, uh, I'll email you tomorrow. I'll email yes. you tomorrow. About um, so anyway, dude, I'm fucking excited, man. I, I'm super excited to start. Like, um, it's cool to like think about owning your own business and like what comes along with that. And then because like the business that we're in, I feel like it ain't going away. Well, I mean, yeah, unless the IRS is abolished, which they're trying to, but it'll never happen. It affects it affects so many people that are in power. I'll be honest. Politically speaking, I would love to be able to put you guys out of business because I simplify the tax code to the point where it's very easy to do. But that's not my that's not the point. It'll, oh no! You cracked it. If I sat it, I meant it. The eye came off. Oh, I didn't. I thought they were engraved on. It's a sticker. It's a sticker. I sat it. Um, even if they did start to abolish the IRS, there's still going to be the need for tax preparers because people are going to start working the system and you're eventually just going to end up in the same place you are. I think this is a great opportunity for you and surprise, surprise audience. I already knew this was going to happen, but I'm hoping (laughs) my acting skills were good enough. They were good. Um, you know, the, they're they're looking to fund 80,000 new IRS agents this year uh, because they want to catch people who are cheating on their taxes. And it's sold to the people, us citizens, the voters, that they're going to go after these people who are, you know, paying no corporate taxes. And everybody thinks of like Walmart, um, you know, Tesla, all of these uh, – all of these big companies. But the truth is they have more highly paid lawyers than the IRS probably has agents. So is it feasible to try and go after Walmart because they're cheating tax codes? No, you're going to spend so much time. You've got one agent, maybe a dozen going up against a dozen attorneys for Walmart you're just going to tie yourself up in litigation. These agents are going to go after you, me, 
mom-and-pop businesses, people like waiters, waitresses who get some cash. Maybe they don't claim everything, but certainly don't have high-priced attorneys backing them, so it'll be an easy hit. And, you know, I try and stay in touch with the, the political atmosphere. I don't know if that surprises anyone, but for the average person, let's say the IRS sends you a letter, says you fucked up on your taxes. You owe $250. Are you going to call an attorney to try and fight the IRS for $250? No, you're probably going to pay it. You might call the IRS and say, hey, look, uh, you know, can we settle this for some amount? And they'll go, all right, $170. Well, an attorney is going to cost you 500 right off the bat. So are you just going to pay it? Yes. Especially if you got like a $4,000 return. All right. It's a cost of doing business. It's a cost of doing business. I would say everybody should start factoring that in. Like when you get that return, maybe take a couple hundred bucks, put it in your pocket. Because it's so easy for the IRS to just go, you owe us a couple hundred bucks. Now, if they say you owe us $50,000, then you have to. Yeah, different story. Different story. But it's real easy for the, the IRS to go after you for a couple hundred bucks. They know you can afford it. They know you'll just pay it. Wouldn't it be better, and this is why I think your industry is safe, not safe, but it is going to become more vital and important. When you have a tax preparer, the IRS can go, yeah, you owe us 250 bucks. And I don't know what your fee structure is, but hopefully the way your business runs is, well, we can't hit anyone from the Americana list because they're all within their parameters. And when we do, they dispute it with this form. And, you know, Rose, you, your staff do the work and you kind of, you get out of it, right? It's just, it scares me with how, first off, how our government thinks we want more tax agents. Who the fuck? Rose did say, though, today in, in the meeting that um, that's going to be defunded. Maybe. It depends. Again, with this new year, there's a new House of Representatives. The uh, Speaker of the House has changed, Nancy Pelosi, Democrats, Republican, all of that stuff. There's a very good chance that it will be defunded. But it doesn't mean that they're not going to then just go harder. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean they that got, they're they got to prove their worth. Um, and again, these corporations don't get fucking audited. Yes, they do get audited, but they have all their ducks in a row. They have high-priced attorneys high who, CPAs, who do it for them. Yeah. You, me, all of these other people, you know, the average citizens, we don't. And we're just easy pickings. And we don't stay up with the fucking but, tax codes like Rose does. Like the, yeah, I was about to say. So like one of the things that like, and this is this is I'm not just saying this because I'm a part of it, but I'm saying this because this is what I expect us to be. I want us to be the premier, the premium tax service. Like if you're gonna pay a premium to us, 
I want to make sure we're pre- premiere to you. And I'm not trying to cut a promo, but, but like, it's true. Like when you're saying when like there's situations where the first thing I thought of when you were talking about the story about like, if somebody hits, if the IRS tells you you owe 250 bucks, well, your first phone call should be to us. Right. Right. And let's see what's going on with that because we can easily help you dispute that because of A, B, and C or whatever, right? Um, but rather than you just paying it, because if you go to like HR Block, there's a good possibility that fucking branch is not there anymore because they're only open six months out of the year. Can I tell you a story about... Of course, you can tell me any story you like. I got audited for a couple of years of tax returns, and I hired... Were a, the years that you did it yourself? No, actually. There were years I went to someone else, but... Is it Tony's guy? Because I got audited because of that fucker, too. No. Maybe. The guy by Shakey's? No. No, 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 no. A guy with a bunch of, like... Anyway. Got audited, right? Um, I hired a tax attorney. And I knew... Taxidermist? I knew it was going to cost me a couple thousand bucks. Hired him. Gave them everything. They're like, all right, cool. We'll take care of this. Don't worry about it. You know, you're not going to pay this amount from the IRS. We're going to get it down, blah, blah, blah. Cool. I start getting letters from the IRS. Letters from the IRS. I didn't realize it, but the fucking company had gone under. (laughs) And I was sitting there going, I don't know what the fuck to do at this point. Now, I didn't know. I probably Rose didn't even... I guarantee Rose didn't even have the business at the time. Otherwise, I would have. Watch it. Make sure you don't spill on yourself. Sorry, my eye. It says, if I Saeed it. It's Middle Eastern. <laughs> it, it would have been nice to be able to trust somebody. Because when you're dealing with the IRS, from personal experience, it's fucking daunting. It's daunting. It's scary, and then it's hard to get a hold of anybody. Oh, good fuck. And love. they're they're no different than they're, they're probably worse than a DMV uh, fucking customer uh, service. Yeah, as far ah. as customer service goes, yeah. There's no. At the end of this call, we'd like to know how. No, they don't have that. They don't give a shit. They really don't. So it's awesome, man. Um, I, there's just so many questions I know. I, it's hard because I've already asked them and we've had this conversation, but for other people, um, trying to think of, you know, what they might ask is what prompted the change? Because this is very different than the industry that you were Oh, 100%. I mean, it's... The only similar things is that your company paid taxes and now you do taxes. And not just that. I, I think... What prompted the change was I've always wanted to be a business owner of some sort. I've always wanted to have my own business and kind of have that. Like, look, like I take my job so seriously that I take it home. I stress over it. But the truth is I'm just making money for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I know. We talked about that this afternoon, too. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, and I'm not – Talking down to anybody that does it, look at, like, I made a very good living and I liked my job and I liked the people I worked with. And there's actually nothing that I can say that where it was like uncomfortable or displeasure. Like, 
they they treated me well. They paid me well. You had a work-life balance. It was fine. Yeah. It was totally fine. Um, and the fact that after I told them I was leaving, everybody respected it. I mean, I've been <laughs> – so these last two weeks, I'm, I, 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 I compromised with them to stay for inventory because out of respect for them. And I want to set them up. I, I, I keep saying I want to leave the, ba- the branch better than when I started. It's and, a professional courtesy. Correct. And, I, and I'm not stupid either. I'm, I'm, I, don't want, I, I don't think backup plans are bad. I know some people think that if you have a backup plan, then, then you're, you know, you're just deeming yourself to fail. I think they're bad in relationships. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I, I always, I've always taken calculated risk in my life. And this is another one. So one, Rose's business has been around for 13 years. So it's not a new business that I'm just starting up tomorrow. She wasn't around when I needed her. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. So there's already a base. There's already a, a, a you know, a, a certain allotment of business, right? That's already there. The ball's rolling. It's more than rolling, but yes. And then on my end, I'm doing all this because, look, it. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. The, the goal is to succeed and to never go back and never look back but if some shit does go down they've all told me from my immediate manager to people that are you know equals to him to his boss to his boss's boss if this does not work out make sure we're your first phone call can't guarantee you you'll have the same position right but you will have a job with this company and that makes me feel pretty good work ethic transcends industry Exactly. So I guess what prompted that, like I said, is is I, I've always wanted to own my own business. I've always wanted to be my own business owner. Um, and now that this is kind of all formulating and like next week's going to be my first day like here, I, I'm already looking like forward to like different things that I want to do besides this that I would never be able to open up or put any attention towards. Because all my focus would be Monday through Friday having to do things for my company, making money for somebody else. A, a, a business need type schedule. Correct. Uh, what, when we talked before, you, you had mentioned that your plan exceeded just a tax preparation service. Mm-hmm. You mentioned today that like you wanted that full service type you want to bring that value where else do you see focus or do you see while it might not be americana tax it would be under the umbrella of whatever you main company you'd call it but we talked about business creation um we talked about you know branching out into all of the different industries kind of tied to taxes, tax preparation. What's your plan to expand out the company? Well, today we met with seven or eight different either owners of companies or, uh, you know, partners of companies. And most of them mainly just deal with, you know, W two or or ten forties. Uh, very, and, very and basic they, yeah. tax returns, right? 
So theirs is in volume. Easy my ass. Shit's complicated. <laughs> but easy in the aspect for a tax preparer, right? So they work in volume. So they're doing, you know, whatever number of clients. So they're grinding it out for yeah. four months, right? Not to say that we're not going to grind it out. And we're dealing with a similar number of clients. Um, but our focus is on, I mean, we will do the W-2. I mean, obviously, we're not going to turn out any client. But uh, mostly like small business owners higher end clients as far as hiring incomes because because typically those clients have a lot more uh to write off or they have more they have they have more things to itemize and if you're not familiar with that you can really screw them up because they can end up paying or right. not getting I don't want to say a refund cuz you have to meet a certain threshold to itemize as well exactly um so in cat like our focus is really small businesses and cash businesses. So hookers. I mean, it's an illegal uh, uh, form of income, but you still need to claim it. You there actually is an yes. ability for someone if you're a hooker or to, selling drugs or selling drugs. You need to claim it where you can pay taxes on it, and the IRS will take the money. So. Do they do they report it that hey this person says they're fucking selling coke? Well, I'm not sure. You'd have to ask someone in the IRS itself. I know. But I, maybe I should know that. Huh? Doesn't that equate to money laundering? No, it's not money laundering because you're telling them. But what's the government doing with it? They're putting it into circulation. It's illicit oh, funds. They're taking. I, don't know. I mean, it, it's fucking money laundering. I, a percentage of it is. Um, so anyway, so our focus is on that. But like with that, a lot of, I mean, so not only do we do business, ta- our, our personal taxes, we do business taxes, which a lot of people don't do business taxes. Um, a lot, I would say out of everybody we met today, the seven or eight people, only one other person in that group did business taxes. Really? Yes. So that's a big part of it. We do uh, a business formation. So we do uh, LLCs, S-Corps, um, and there's one more. LPs. What's that? Limited partnerships. There's yes. LLCs, which is the limited liability corporation. There's LLPs, limited liability partnerships. There's LPs, which are just partnerships. You don't so, laugh for working at McDonald's. I do. Um, and I'm still you, new to all this, so don't fucking kill me for the 17 people that listen. Yeah. Um, LC, LP, Corps, S Corp, C Corp. Soul Props. There you go. Soul Props, but Soul Props. You don't count. Um, but we do business. We do we do right. business business entities. So if you need an EIN number, we can help you with that and walk you through how to set all that up. We do bookkeeping. Make sure your first last name's in your business name if you're doing sole prop. Yes. It makes it a lot easier at the bank. Not that I know. Uh, we do bookkeeping, and then uh, we help businesses because uh, it's on the tax side. With um, right now with the uh, the business credits that's going around yeah. the, um, I forgot the name, actual, the term, but, and for people who don't understand businesses pay taxes quarterly. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you're just a, you're person, supposed to, at least you're supposed to, I haven't, that's most simple. don't. Yeah. No, I know. Small businesses, at least I'm a sole prop anyway. So I don't, 
think I need to. So that's I what I feel like. That's what separates us. Like yeah. when I say we're a premium service, we're the premier tax service in the area. That's what I mean. And how many of you guys, let's be honest out there, do something, especially in this area? There's a lot of babysitters, right? They run their like daycares. You should be a business. If you don't have corporation documents. So the rule of thumb with that, with anybody that's doing any kind of cash business or you have a side business, once you net, and this is like where it makes sense to do that. The rule of thumb is once you make $40,000 net, you need, you should incorporate. Yeah. Or create an LLC. Right. Because there are so many tax benefits to it once you hit that number. Under that, because you have to like pay the $800 fee and then right. the the corporate tax and all that stuff, the corporate tax return, sometimes it doesn't necessarily make sense. I mean, it can if you just know your business is going to lose money for a few years. Yeah, of course. But just saying, like if somebody, but at some point you need to show a profit or you need or, to close, or close the company. Down. Yeah. So if somebody created a custom furniture company, bought a <laughs> bought a bunch of woodworking tools to make custom furniture, and that business has essentially failed for three years. But you have to know the rules. I would hope that person would go to a tax advocate. I like the word. Yes. Tax practitioner is what I think is currently being used, right? Was it tax I believe so. And I see why she uses that word. Yeah. Because of the meaning we had today. Because it's very similar, like, you know, when they say doctors are practicing. Yes. Because things are changing so much. Yeah. And, not, and all the people that I hear, they all were very, very smart people, and they had been doing it a long time. A lot of them didn't know certain things. They right. had never heard. They had never been... The only reason I said to go with advocate versus practitioner is because when you say practitioner, it sounds like you're practicing. Now, doctors have gotten away from the idea that we're practicing medicine. They People now think doctors know everything. Well, WebMD knows everything. When you, when you become a tax practitioner, I don't know that. People will trust you with their health before they trust you with their money. So I don't I don't want you being a practicer of taxes. I want you to be my – that's the only reason I say it. So like for, for anybody who's listening, we had a conversation about what – And this is Kevin literally like – Nitpicking words. I like the idea of being called, let's say, a – your hamburger advocate versus your hamburger practitioner or hamburger helper. Ooh, could be a helper. That one has. Work. So one of my one of my favorite um, quotes, and of course I'm going to butcher it now because I'm pressuring myself because I wanted to tell you about it, and and now that I'm here, but it's by Zig Ziglar, and I believe it goes, if someone likes you, they'll listen to you. If someone trusts you, they'll do business with you. Hmm. And I've always, always put that on my screensaver because I feel like that's like a very, very true statement. If someone likes you, they'll listen to you. But if someone trusts trust you, you, they'll do business with you. Hmm. And I feel like that kind of goes in line with what you were just saying right now, even though that's not necessarily the route you were going. But 
I okay, so like one of the first things that I told Rose was like, do you market to your like your friends and family? And she's like, well, it's kind of you know, and I get it, it's kind of weird. I never do. I, I get right. it. Like, have I ever asked? And I must be the one person that's like, yeah, I don't care if you don't, if you, like. I'm I gonna... don't need industrial length pipe though. But when I did need a product from your company twice, I went to you. So like, I, even I, though he made me do a lot of the research myself. Well, I didn't. I didn't sell that stuff. I know. That, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just fucking around. But like, okay, let, let's. This is, this is this is actually something I've been thinking about. <laughs> so in our group message, there's 14 people, 15 including you. Uh, 13 no. people, 14. There's 14 because there's 12 teams plus a owner plus me. So 12, 13, 14. Okay. At some point, I'm gonna send the message to the group, letting them know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. What percentage of that group do you think will give me their business? Uh, well, I am. So that's one fourteenth. One fourteenth. I would say, and and one already is yes. apparently. So that's. So I would take that out. One so seventh. I, no, I would say one. I would be one thirteenth. Well, that's, that's fine. You can still count that person. Okay, so two fourteen. Once no, it's one seventh. Two. Well, hold on, I'm still counting. Two fourteens. One two. PJ's gonna give us her business because he's listening. Thanks, PJ. That's awesome. Because he's gonna be the butcher man. Two sevenths. I would say four out me, the person who's currently your client, the two others. Over <sighs> under. Over <sighs> under on three and a half. I think it's three. You would go under. Me, the person who's already doing business, and I think one, one. Of the person, and I think the one person you're thinking is not the same person I'm thinking. We'll name names off air. Yeah. I'll write it down, and you write it down. We'll slide the paper across the table like we were negotiating. Like we were negotiating. I'm, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I'm. I will say I'm jealous. You don't have to be broke because. Well, here, here's why. You're far more comfortable. Oh, get ready, get ready for this. You're far more comfortable with two in the bush than one in the hand. And the saying is, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Meaning, what you know you have is better than what could be. Because those two birds could get away and you could have nothing. You've always been far more comfortable with two in the book, like chasing the, and, and I don't say this because you do it recklessly, but taking the risk. I'm not, and maybe it's because you've done a couple of different types of jobs throughout, and I've really had fucking one. I guess I had. Paulie Spies. Yeah, I was a waiter, and then I did some. My senior year, I did some grocery shit, but you know, yeah, it's it. I, whatever I, it is, I'm jealous of the the opportunity and your personality to take that risk. Um, but I'm I'm like 
I can't say I'm proud because I had no hand in what you're doing and where you're going. Like you could be proud of something you created. I'm why can't proud. You proud why can't you be proud of a friend? Of you. Yeah. That's not... But to say I'm proud of you, that to me it sounds like I had some hand effort into I feel like where you I are. feel like every single but one of my friends have I'm, molded me in some sort of way whether it's minimally or it's life changing like I'm happy like I'm genuinely happy for you you know after last week we you know, so if you're listening we've been talking about this for for a while yeah I've been talking to you about this since probably like the beginning of November, December we had some conversation last week I went home you know I told Yvette she's also known it's not like some kind of secret but and it well was it was like, a secret because I wasn't trying to put it what's so you know what's so funny about this is people in the industry heard about it yeah I'm sure it got around and it got around before I so I didn't want certain customers to know until my company was okay with it even though yeah. I wanted to tell them early but yeah anyway as you were saying I don't I'm know it's just it, it, like Yvette and I were talking and it was just like I it's bit, ballsy. A bit te- no, I just I got teary eyed because there's a very distinct response that some give versus others. There's you know, a, there's a self I told Yvette, like I told you, that there's a part of me that's selfishly happy or optimistic. You know, so it's just like fuck. There's a part of me that's a little scared for you. You know, there's a. You're probably more scared than I am, to be honest. I, you know, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm happy for you. Someone told me one time there's a difference between envious and jealous. Oh, there's a huge difference. Envious or jealous is you want what someone has. Envious is you want what they have so bad you don't want them to have it. And really, I, can, I would think it's the opposite. No, I envy what you – I envy your car. I envy it so much, like, fuck, you shouldn't have it. I should. I would think that would be jealousy. It's – there's – Really? Okay. I mean, at, I'll take a word for it. Look at the seven deadly sins. Jealousy isn't one. Envy is. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not well, religious. Well, either way, what, however you want to put it. No, it's switch, fine. It's fine. Switch I, I, them I, I, if I, you want. Hey, bro, you're much smarter than me, so <laughs> the, I'll take the, your word for it. The point, the truth – the point that I'm trying to get to, whatever one you want to put is good, whatever one you want to put is bad. It's like, yeah, like go for it, dog. Like go for it. And I'm not too proud to say if there's room on your coattails, like let's roll. You've brought a lot of friends into the industry that you're in or that you were in. I'm still in it for another couple of days. I don't, you know, there's three of the guys on our group chat are in the same industry I am, hamburger preparation and planning. You know, like, fuck, if if we all went someplace and there's room, hey, let's go. LFG, let's fucking go. It saddens me that there are people who are envious. It, like, I got teary-eyed when talking with Yvette last week about, like, fuck yeah, he's like he's going to do it. Hopefully someday it expands to the point where, all right, let's start bringing people on. Fuck, maybe it's, her, you know, like I told her, maybe it's you. There's a spot for you there. And, 
you can do something and make twice as much as you make at your current whatever. Even if you make the same amount. No, but think about it. Even I was literally about to ask you now, like that. I don't want dollar amounts because I'm not trying to have you put your business out there. But like, but a percentage of what you make now, like what number would it have to be for you to be comfortable with leaving that job and having the freedom of basically grinding it out for like three or four months, and then the next like eight. I mean, you're still like working, but it's not like or even like. All right, look, there's a slim five years. And then you can – after that, it starts to pick up to the point where in 10, you might think about that beach house. Yeah. I mean, if you knew what the – if you knew what the wagers were, if you knew what it was – yeah, you make that bet. But I, I, it's just you're very much a, a bit of – I don't want to say a risk taker. Because I don't, I said I'm a cal- I, I've taken calculated cal- risk my a whole life. Calculated risk, yeah. yeah. Because you're not, I know you're not going to put your family in jeopardy, your kid in jeopardy, and if but it that's does, why, start- but that's why I asked you right now, like whether it's you or Yvette, like what, not one number, but maybe like what percentage would you be willing? Because some people like I, I, I still listen to Gary Vee religiously, and he talks about this a lot, and it's like, look, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year working a job that you hate right. and you make $80,000 a year and you're like doing something you love or it's your own. So like there's more ownership and you're and vested, you're vested yeah. in it. Yeah. But you're working kind of different. Like you're, you have the freedom to do what you want. Like is that $20,000 variance worth it? Well, and how much do you spend on therapy if you're really going to a job you hate? But no, I mean, uh, yeah, and there's so many more tax benefits to owning your own business. That's another thing. Like, uh, Wait, who would a tax preparer go to to discuss tax benefits? Bro, no bullshit. And I'm not trying to put people's business out there. But Rose was telling me that one of the guys that were that were here, he still operates as a sole, a sole proprietorship or a sole, uh, sole prop. And he should be a corporation. So, like, he's paying, like, so much extra in taxes that he shouldn't be paying. Yeah. So, like, even as a taxpayer, people don't even know the benefits of being this or that. They don't take it to heart. Yeah. They just no, don't know. I mean, they just don't know. So. Oh, they, they, oh, no, what is it? Oh, shit. There's a term for it. Basically, do as I say, not as I do type thing. But, but I look, man, like, I look forward to this fucking new this new venture, this new fucking crazy ass decision that I made, I guess. And, and, and again, it's not that crazy, but it's just like leap of faith. It's, it's very unconventional. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I already see the value that I'm bringing to Rose. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. I'm saying that in, and I'll give you an example. Um, in a proud way, like, well, yeah, well, okay. So proud like of what you do. So, Rose, love her to death, but like sometimes she gets a little flustered when it comes to certain situations. And recently, um, she did some uh, business formations and whatnot for one person, and they referred somebody else, and they referred somebody else. And this person was a little like, hmm. Demanding? Demanding, very, very uh, 
forward about what they wanted. They wanted brash. They, they wanted us to do more than maybe would have been necessarily legal. Mm. And you know, Rose push the, push the limits. Rose is a little like flustered. She's like, oh my god, this person this and that and you know i'm probably not going to call them back because they're just they want me to do something that i'm not willing to put my name on and you know because she's very it's yeah, our this is our the, business like you know you don't want to you want to do something that's going to get you in trouble not only does she, has she created a business that she's putting her name on there's also legal aspects to putting your name on something so she decided ah, i just don't want to call them and i was like okay okay hold up this is me being the salesman or the the calm calming head in the moment. So I was like, let's just think about this. He's already referred. Okay. So I don't want to say he's sold already, but like, it's like when someone walks in the store, like I'm looking for blue jeans. There are, Oh, you're looking for blue, like they're already sold basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, so let, they don't see the need. They know the need. It's just, can you, you just got to close it. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, what I feel is, and if you talk to anybody that's a rational individual, if you explain to them, like, look at my company and and with my services, we do everything in our power to make sure that we set you up for success. Right. But I will not do anything that will jeopardize my business and my reputation because this is my livelihood. This is how I pay my bills. This is how I feed my family. So if you want me to do something that is pushing the limits and possibly illegal, I'm gonna have to say thank you, but no thank you. You need to, you'll be happier somewhere else, even in the banking but world. But I feel if you explain that to somebody, yeah, it's a level it's a level set. Here's here's expectation, and I and I've done this with clients in my industry. It's as hey, a salesman, you do it pretty good too. In in you know, hey look. There's a lot of banks. You're not happy because every time I hear from you, you're upset. Maybe you would be happy at Wells Fargo. If you need to go, go. I, I don't want the banking aspect to make your business life miserable. Find a financial institution that makes you happy. Oddly enough, motherfuckers are still around. So with... with that being some said, have left, some have, yeah. But with that being said, so she was so like, she said, had I not had, had I not talked to her, she probably wouldn't have called the guy back and basically just avoided him because she didn't, he was just very, uh, an he's aggressive a, personality, right? Let's be real. I'll say it. I know you're not. He's a pain in the ass. And well, there are, well, this is what I'll say. He sounded like to me, the kind of guy that likes to be slapped around. Oh. So he just needed somebody to put him in his place. Oh, interesting. That's how I that's how I heard it. Okay. So she calls the guy back, listens to, listens to what I said, kind of followed my structure of what I just explained yeah. to her. Not only did he understand, not only is he going to follow through with what he wanted to do, because of the business that he's in, he knows six or seven other people that need this service. Mm. They need to be incorporated. They need their, you know, they need they all need that stuff. Around too. He's gonna refer them because he gets, you know, we we pay out a right a, Find, finder's fee, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know what the technical term is. Um, he may be one of our best customers yet. 
and she called me laughing. She's like, dude, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was so fucking scared to call him back, but I just went in, talked to him, explained to him the exact, basically the exact same way that I explained it to her. And the guy was like, oh, oh, yeah. I, my point with you was just like, I need help. Yeah. And, and now she's going to be allowed to be brash with him because that's what he wants. Yes. Yeah, he's going to call Rude and be like, hey, Dave, didn't I take care of this last time? Okay, then you don't need to talk. Like, I got it. Yeah. Set the precedence. And and, and when that happened, that's when I kind of thought, okay, I can do this. And then uh, I don't know if you have to take a break or if you want to. Yeah, like uh, soon. Let me, let, me, let me finish the story real quick. So this is this is the moment where I felt like, okay, I'm bringing value to this company. We had a meeting with a – I'm going to call her a young lady, but she's about to retire. Um, and she's basically walking away from her book of business. She's ready to retire. She's kind of tired. She, it's a young man's sport, apparently. You know, she, it's just there's a lot of stuff that she has to keep up on, and she's just not willing to do that anymore. So we met with her, and I basically negotiated the deal, how we want to go about it. And originally, when she first said what she wanted, Rose was ready to be like, all right, well, it was nice meeting you. Yeah. We're not going to do that. I continuously talked to her, just kind of like let her like, just kind of gather more information. And then I hit her with what we were looking to do. Kind of explain the reasons why we want to go that route versus another route. And kind of let her explain to her, like, look at, like, you kind of waited too long. So now, like, I, I'm not trying to take advantage of the situation, but this is just the reality of it. Is you either agree with what we're doing and still get paid for these people for these referrals, I guess you call them, or right. or passing your book of business to us. You're negotiate. You don't have leverage in the. Or you don't have, or you don't get anything. Right. And and the thing is, like, we want to make it advantageous for you and for us. And in that moment, and then after that conversation, and and the fact she did agree to it, uh, actually today she did. That's when I was like, okay, I could fucking do this. Yeah. You just added. 15%, 15%, whatever, what, whatever that number was. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. That was fucking cool, bro. That that meeting. And you haven't technically started yet. And I haven't technically started yet. That meeting right there was where I was like, okay, like I could fucking do this. I can I can meet with these people. And, and I wasn't brought in to fucking prepare taxes. Yeah. I was brought in to do the bigger things. Yeah, your, per, your, your expertise is not in tax law. No. You're – expertise is in people yeah communications really i mean even though i don't have a communications degree but like what's a, what's a communications degree talking that's awesome man i'm proud i'm happy good luck thank you appreciate it cheers brother and tomorrow americana's closing down sorry guys yeah no <laughs> uh we got a couple of announcements so give us 10 15 minutes kevin has to poo i gotta poop and uh, we got some things to announce. Very excited. And we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Uh, yeah, it doesn't I, show that we're live. Well, there it is. I actually almost have to. So what? Do I have news? I don't know. 
Well, I feel like that was news that I just gave. Your news, yeah, your news was dropped um, before oh. the break. I definitely want to invite our viewing audience to join us next week. One of our favorite things to do. I know I really enjoy this aspect of the show. Uh, next week, we will be picking up where I think it was like 2020. And then we got shut down. We were going to start it. Uh, we're going to be picking up our brackets again. And we started a chocolate one, right? Candy bars. Candy bars. And there's a lot of candies out there. It, you know where we're at? Well, I don't even know who. I have picked. We, we we got to 16. But I think we already had started, like, with Almond Joy and, like. Yes. Yeah. We had it. It had to have been, uh, a, I believe we said it had to be a candy that was passed out at Christmas. Or, no, at, at Halloween. Mm. I don't know if that's what we said. I know it didn't have to have chocolate. Most did. I think it did have to have chocolate. Because I know Payday was on there. It doesn't have chocolate. Okay. Right. And uh, Butterfinger was on it, too. Well, Butterfinger does have chocolate. Does it? On the outside. All right. I've never eaten one. Really? I'm not a big peanut butter fan. Ah, uh, yeah. Then you wouldn't like it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to... Find all of the candy bars so we can try them on air. You know who has a lot of them? Five Below. Five Below. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. I was going to try and find all of them. Though I've had an Almond Joy and I've had a Mounds and I'm not a big fan. But Yeah, I like coconut. Next week, if you have an opinion on which where the candy bars should be ranked, feel free to join us while we... I remember, I think... Almond Joy went against like Kit Kat or something. Uh, maybe I know Snickers was like number one. Yeah, or Reese's Pieces I think was. Which makes sense. I mean, like, but you know, tell us if we're wrong. Tell, I mean, but that uh, that selection show, I that's selection Sunday. Yeah, selection Wednesday. We're gonna be doing that next week, so I'm excited to kind of bring some normality back after how many years of dude. So, you know how many years we've been doing this? Four? This is our fifth year. Going into our fifth year. You're, you're correct, technically. But, yeah, 2018, uh, I got a message um, that was like two days ago, I think, saying that, uh, listen to our second episode or whatever. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. It was pretty cool to see that on Facebook. So I think we've lost viewers. Oh, I think so too, 100%. Than, than we started with. But like we like we said when we started this, I have zero expectations. The And we're living up to that. The dream was like, fuck, can you imagine if we got a million dollars a year to do this? Like, that'd be awesome. We're far from that. If anything, we've Lost invested more money into yeah. it. But... Um, it has been exactly what I expected and was rooting for. And, you know, Yvette, 
she tends to make fun of me because I don't leave the house. I stay home a lot, which is it's kind it's kind of true. But it's like I told her I go out at least once a week and <laughs> catch up with <laughs> with the world. But it's like I feel like I've kept in touch with not just you but a lot of people by doing the show. Well, I like this because um, sometimes when we're out, whether it's at a restaurant or at a bar, you know, typically there's multiple people there, so you don't always get to talk about, like, selfish things, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, if it's, like, me, you, and, like, our girls, like, they kind of got to be included in some of the conversation, so we don't necessarily get to go into detail about how annoying they are, or whatever, or how you know, I'm personal, uh, our fantasy football league, or yeah. fucking, uh, you know, I, you're one of the first people I told about erection, possibly, possibly leaving my my company and 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 you know, going full time and betting on myself, like prostate issues. Yeah, we can't, definitely can't talk to them about that. Um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of commercials for Uh-oh. HPV. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's a different story. By the way, uh, it could prevent cervical cancer in some people. Maybe it could work. Did you also see that uh, people that got the vaccine are more likely to get COVID again? I read a study, and I actually read the study. It's they're boring. People who continue to get boosted may be making COVID worse because it's mutating within their bodies. And then passing it on? That'll be uh, crazy. Um, but no, the show's been... Yeah, circle back. Sorry, we was going down a fucking rabbit hole. Um, yeah, it's it's just cool to fucking hang out. And, you know, we don't see our friends all that often anymore. Uh Especially me now with like a toddler. I mean, is he still a toddler? Yes. Um, you know, it's hard to get out. Uh, it's hard to to go places. I We're mean, all granted, focused on our own families, as we should be. Yeah, one hundred percent. But your kids are older, so like, if you wanted to be like, "Hey, we're gonna go do this," you know, RJ's fucking old enough to where he can entertain himself. Yeah. You he know, always asks, is Uncle Richard gonna be? Is Uncle Rick gonna be there? Is Uncle like? Yeah. I don't know, maybe. But, like, Ezra, he's, like, you know, he takes his nap around 10, 30, 11. He'll wake up around 1. We meet up with somebody, like, I'm thinking, like, on a Saturday or whatever. And then he's fucking tired by 7.30. Like, he wants to go to sleep. He's fucking tired. Yeah. And he lets you know. Me too, by the way. Yeah. I know, it's already 10, dude. Um, Real quick, one of the things that I wanted to kind of start as a regular... Uh, segment of the show is to blame our audience because it's for their stupidity. It's their fault. So if you're listening to this segment, I mean, this may or may not apply to you. I'm not sure, but you really have to ask yourself, how big of a hypocrite are you? Now I know we're all kind of hypocritical to some degree but i i do believe we have to self-monitor and and try and limit our hypocrisy 
Several months ago, the FBI raided the home of former President Donald Trump because he had classified materials in his home. And I heard a lot of people talk a lot of shit about how Trump can't be trusted. And I'm not saying he can. But it's now coming out that Joe Biden has a bunch of documents that are classified that they have found in his home. And I'm not hearing the fervor about the action. So, you know, we really have to ask ourselves, is is it just that, do you fucking care that the action happened? Or are you just looking for reasons to complain about someone? Personally, I don't, what bothers me is that there's that many classified fucking documents. Our government is hiding a bunch of shit from us. And I think we should rein in their power to the point where not everything needs to be classified. But like kids in cages that we've discussed before, were you really upset that Trump had documents or were you selectively outraged at the action because you didn't like the person. But then when your guy does the same fucking thing, I don't even, and the funny thing is I don't even think it's necessarily your guy. The difference is the coverage. That stuff was when Trump did it, it was in your face. Yep. It was on every news cycle. It was fucking promoted on Instagram. You know, this is going to bring him down. And then it's kind of like you have to, like, Google this to find it. It's different. By the way, they first heard this this whole situation started the day before the elections last November. Interesting that we had live coverage, and this is to your point, we had live coverage News vans, helicopters, all watching this raid of Mar-a-Lago. I I have no idea where the fuck Mar-a-Lago was until they started raiding Trump's house to look for these classified documents. And again, I don't give a fuck about Trump. There's a lot of things I can't, it just pisses me off about him. His cameo in Home Alone 2 is pretty good, though. I fucking hate the whole Home Alone series. Oh, Astro loves it. This asshole could have... Pardon Joe uh, um, Edward Snowden. This asshole could have done a lot. I mean, he was the one who was pro lockdown during COVID. All of this shit. All of this shit. Come on, uh, Trump. By the way, Andrea, I'm really sorry to hear about your uncle. We were passing by. Uh, Who's Andrea? That's Andrina. Oh, never mind. Sorry, different person. Um. You know, we had live coverage of this because it was it was Trump. But fucking Biden's doing the same damn thing. And there's no coverage. In fact, it got put off for several months before we heard anything about it. So you have to look yourself in the mirror 
And if you were really pissed or it, it bothered you that Trump's keeping classified documents, how, the, how, how do you how do you feel about Biden doing the same fucking thing? But in the end, they're the same American aristocracy that profits and actually sustains their aristocratic life off of causing division to control your you and me, your average person. What we have to stop doing is being such fucking hypocrites and being so outraged that that person did something and not holding our own person accountable for it. Yeah, like why is Dana, Dana White not getting more heat? How fucking crazy is that? If an athlete did that, if an owner of a, 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 a of a football team because he was a white dude, it would be fucking blown up. Now Ray Rice, you know he fucking he, knocked, for, he, he went a little further. But uh, Joe Mixon several years ago like punted a chick, like punted her, kicked her when he was playing for some college I, I i don't know which play one. for oklahoma i don't know which one i, I don't understand why he he as in dana white dana white is i mean i'm not asking for him to be fired but like i don't understand how he's not like any kind of way reprimanded <laughs> like his reasoning is pretty terrible like because i deal with it personally every, yeah every day uh. <sighs> If you fucking got a DUI or if you fucking... Uh, you mean like the former Speaker of the House's husband? And nothing happened to him? He got a DUI. And... Yeah, I think the Highway Patrol drove him home. They still have charged him, but... Are they? I bet you he doesn't do... Well, first off, he was never... Ta- like, they didn't book him. He didn't have to spend hours in the tank. Like yeah. Some people do. But, yes, keep going. It's just... (laughs) It's just funny how if the media or people like you, how it's just treated differently. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if people necessarily like Dana White. I, I don't know why he's not getting more flack for this. I, I truly don't. Because he could seem a little... I think because he's uh, people dismissed him before. Oh, you you do. You're one of those barbarians who fights in a cage. Like, you mean... Like, he was so dismissed before. If there was outrage now, like, why do you care now? You didn't give a shit before. I think that's why. Or, or parent company of ESPN, which is Disney, doesn't want to lose money on the UFC contract that they go... We're not talking about this because think about it. Disney owns ABC, yeah, yeah. ESPN. Um, they own, uh, I, I believe, I could be wrong on this one, MSNBC. And if you control the news, you control what just, people think. I mean, and speaking of hypocrites, like even Dana White, he's fucking condemned people for fucking. Getting in like domestic disputes. And I, then... I read that quote. I read the quote. I don't know what in context it meant, but his quote was 
oh, if you hit a woman, you never reco- recover from that, which could have been a comment on society's view, right? Well, that's like, what he's pushing towards now. Or it could be – like I, I, I didn't hear it personalized. Like in my opinion, if you – you'll never come back from it in the – you know what I mean? Like I don't know if he meant it as I'll never accept it or if society – like if you say the N-word nowadays, oh, you, you don't come back from that kind of thing. But you can. Unless you drive a car real fast turning to the left, then, yeah, you win the NASCAR Cup Series. Everybody loves you. Nice job, Kyle Larson. All right, man. Uh, I don't always want to end on insulting our some of our audience, but today I'm going to. I'll let you know if I'm in the doghouse uh, next week because... We'll see if I'm let in. The locks might be changed at this point. I doubt it. She needs you to change them. That is true. I'm pretty good at locks. No, I'm saying change out the whole fucking doorknob. That is true, too. Yeah, last time she did it. Did I ever tell you she put it in backwards? I I mean, I, not I, I, you could see it I happening. I could see that happening. I could also see you doing it that way. No, okay. Once, and then going, fuck, this is wrong, and change it. It, it wouldn't be backwards. It'd be upside down. <laughs> Because I know the difference. I know the lock part, the, the little the little knob. You and the, You had you know. to turn the knob to close the door, and if yeah. you push the door, it just yeah. opened. Fortunately, it was a hall door, so it didn't really matter. But I don't know how many years it was like that. But that's why we're here. All right, everybody. Later, guys. Peace.